The massive global initiatives to fight killer diseases like AIDS, TB and malaria have been criticised in a new report published in The Lancet. An international team of experts, led by the World Health Organisation, has claimed that the initiatives are not investing enough in health systems all over the world and that this could compromise the excellent progress made in fighting individual diseases. I spoke with one of the authors, Peter Godfrey Fawcett, after his talk at an international meeting to discuss this held in the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine and asked him what were the problems. The global health initiatives had their origins in the in the optimism really around the around the turn of the millennium um, and that led to a number of big initiatives being set up to try to make a real difference to specific diseases particularly to HIV to tuberculosis to malaria and to vaccination of small children um, those have now been running for five six ten years and there's no doubt that they're having a very major impact on the diseases for which they set out to to make a difference to. Nonetheless, in order to deliver good services for children for vaccinations, for malaria, for HIV, for TB, one needs to have a health system in a poor country that is actually functioning properly. It's all very well having drugs available at a clinic, but if people don't go to that clinic because they don't trust the clinic, because the clinic doesn't work, then the, the benefits of these big initiatives could be lost. But ordinary people do want to beat TB, to beat HIV and to beat malaria, don't they? They do very much, and I think that that's, that in a way makes it easy to sell the global health initiatives because they have very defined goals. You can point out that we have now got three, four million people with HIV taking antiretroviral drugs. That would have been thought unthinkable only six, seven years ago. Um, so people can rapidly and easily assimilate that. People, I think people can understand as well that delivering services requires an infrastructure to work. You need roads, you need systems for keeping your medicines cold, you need accountability, and all those things are part of the, of the health system. And perhaps most importantly of all, you need people. And you need doctors, nurses, healthcare workers, pharmacists who need to be trained and understand not just how to deal with HIV drugs, but more generally how to deal um, with, with the problems confronting them. So the topic of the symposium that you've been participating in with top experts from the WHO and all over the world is synergy between the aims of the global health initiatives, which are disease-specific, and the actual needs which do require the development of health systems. Did anything come out of it? I think there was a lot of very useful discussion. This, this meeting is the first major milestone of an ongoing process. This process, which was really sponsored largely by the Italian government, um, has brought together the work that has been done so far and has, and, and has also fostered new work looking at this question of whether when we invest heavily in HIV, TB, malaria and vaccines whether that has beneficial effects beyond those specific diseases. The conclusions of, the, of that work which are presented in a paper published in The Lancet at the moment are that largely the effects have been very positive because those are important priority conditions. However, they also point out that there are potential unintended consequences 
on the ways that countries are expected to do their planning. They may have to plan specifically for the global health initiatives, and that may interfere with their routine planning for their other services. Um, it may have some impacts on healthcare workers being drawn in to work specifically on TB, HIV, malaria and vaccines when perhaps they were previously working on some other aspect. And so this meeting was an attempt to, to look at what is really known to date to try to ensure that going forwards opportunities are taken both by the global health initiatives and also by the WHO and, and, and the health systems teams to look for the opportunities to work more closely together. And the thing that you're an expert on here at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine is actually doing research to find out how to produce this synergy to make the systems go better. Have you got any ideas? I think that one of the messages that came out of this meeting, and I think it's a, a, a message I'd reinforce, is the importance of, of basing the work in long-standing country-led processes. So, so the London School has for a long time had strong relationships with various countries around the world and I think we need to be building up the capacity for those countries to be asking the questions. There is a danger in all these processes that the questions, the initiatives, the systems blocks get thought out at the top level in Geneva, in Europe, in the US and to some extent get applied to countries and I think we need to ensure that we build the capacity of local researchers in countries to be addressing these questions and that's something that I think the London School does well. And in a nutshell are you optimistic that this will happen because there's quite a lot of money in the system at the moment isn't there? I'm Overall I'm very optimistic I think that we've seen a dramatic upswing in spending on health through Global Health Initiatives and others. I think they have led to very significant gains in health outcomes. We've seen hospitals emptying of their HIV patients. We've seen malaria patients no longer being found in many places where malaria was common. So I'm very optimistic that they're making a, a big impact. And I think that providing we can keep the momentum going forward and see it as a way of building health systems as we go forward with the Global Health Initiatives, then I'm optimistic that we can make a difference. Peter Godfrey Fawcett, Professor of International Health and Infectious Diseases at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. One of the authors of the report, Maximising Positive Synergies, published in The Lancet. For Audio News, I'm Peter Goodwin.